Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So, um, I'm coming in with this message today regarding um, very unhealthy and toxic situations, right? And um, if this is the first time that you're listening to my podcast, I'm just going to briefly go into it. I was in a very toxic and unhealthy situation with a narcissist for a long time. Uh, Most of my relationships in my life were very toxic and unhealthy. And uh, I was just going through these vicious cycles, right? And I finally got to a breaking point where I was like, enough is enough. And I understood and I realized that I had to make the necessary changes in my life uh, that I wanted. And once I did that, I'm telling you, my life changed literally like a 360 degree. Uh, And that is because I was able to set some clear and firm boundaries and release the people who I needed to release. And I did that. And for those who I couldn't release, I, like I said, set clear and firm boundaries and I stick to those boundaries and it is what it is. And I always say, if, if, if you do that, people have no choice, but to either accept it or reject it. And if they accept it, that means they respect you. They, they respect your values, your opinions, and how you feel, whether they like it or not, they still respect it. And those who reject it are, of course, those who have a problem with you making changes or setting clear and firm boundaries with them because people who don't like boundaries don't respect you. They don't care how you feel. They don't care about your emotions. Your They don't care because it's all about them and what they need and what they want from you. And the minute you tell them no or the minute you pull back or the minute you you restrict them, all of a sudden, you're a problem. You're a bitch. You're difficult. You're this. You're that. You're the worst person in the world. Meanwhile, you've been taking care of them. You've been doing. You've been giving and giving and giving. And all they were doing was taking, taking, taking. So when I talk to people, and I too was one of those people, you know, I quote unquote said, oh, you know, I wanted to stay in a relationship uh, because I, I wanted my kids to have a father in home. Oh, you know, you find a million and one excuses to stay in a situation that's just not healthy. It's not healthy for you for so many reasons. And it's not healthy for those children because now they are learning that regardless of what or how bad somebody treats you or disrespects you or abuses you or use you or manipulate you that you're supposed to sit and take it. And I always say unconditional love does not mean unconditional tolerance. We have to unlearn those behaviors and patterns. So when I sit and listen to women who um, are in these situations and I'm just going to say like with a romantic partner or a husband or a boyfriend, whatever it is, whatever dynamic, uh, a lot of the times it's just a situationship. It's not a relationship. I don't call those relationships because you are not in relations. It's just a situationship that benefits one person and it's not you. Because if it's not a equal give and take, if it's no reciprocation, if there is no equal loyalty. And, and when I say equal, I don't mean 
Because people have to understand in a relationship, if you and your partner are on the same terms, on the same terms, you have a level of understanding. You have a level of commitment. You know that at some point, the relationship will be 50-50. It will be 60-40. It will be 80-20. It'll be 10-90. You understand that. But you understand that whatever you do as a relationship, as a couple, as a pair, as a partner, as a group, you understand that it's 100% the both of you. But when you're in very unhealthy dynamics, it's never a partnership. It's always a situationship because it's always about what you can do for them and never about what they do for you. And it took me a long time, you know, and like I said, you know, I, I the relationship, understand the situation that I was in. I knew it was over. It was clearly over long before the words were actually spoken. You know, the emotions were gone. Um, the communication was gone. Uh, the affection, all of those things. Because when you're with a narcissist, it's only temporary. It's only, they only come in and they give that to you when they want something or when they need something or when they feel that you're pulling away. Because they don't want to leave you. They want you to stay stuck. And when I talk to women, I always try to get them to understand. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you do. They will never change. And I said this in a podcast before. They will never change the way you think that they are changing. I'm going to repeat that again. They will never change in the way that you think that they're changing. They will come in and beg you and plead for you not to leave. They would cry. They would tell you how they're going to change. They would, they would tell you all of the things that they want you to hear because they know that you want to hear it. They know exactly what you want. They know exactly what you need, but they're not going to give it to you. They're going to future fake you, meaning with empty promises. They're going to give you the promises now of a future to keep you roped in, to keep you locked in, hoping and just stringing you along until that time comes. And this is why most people stay stuck in these very unhealthy and toxic dynamics. Because you think, because you're unaware of narcissism, and you're unaware of how toxic and unhealthy people think. So they will tell you and say whatever it is to keep you stuck in the illusion. And they will change. But here's how they will change. They will change the way they manipulate you. They would change the way they lie to you. They would go about hiding things differently. They would go about doing things in a different way. And I see they change their behavior, their manipulative, deceptive behavior. That's what they're changing. They're not changing to make the relationship better. 
They're changing to keep the illusion going. Do you see the difference? They're not changing to make the relationship better. They're changing to keep the illusion hidden from you to make you think that things are better. Or think that things are getting better because you're not going to catch them in the same lie. You're not going to catch them cheating in the same way. You're not going to see them abusing you in the same way. And that is all the more reason why they tell you when you see a person for who and what they are, believe them. Because they will always shapeshift and change. And the longer they keep you stringing along, they feel like, yeah, I got them. Yeah, yeah, I just tell them this and I got them. Yeah, I'll do just do this and I got them. They'll, I, I mean, <sighs> I've been around narcissists so long that I literally have seen narcissists transform in a split second. Like when I tell you ball out tears, snot waterworks, the whole dramatics. And just like that in a split second, they can stop. They can stop. So what does that tell you? What does that tell you? So many people get stuck in these toxic and unhealthy situations. And the first thing, if you tell somebody, it's like, well, why don't you just leave? Oh, well, I would never stay. You Listen, do your research. So many people get caught up in these situations and don't even know how. They got caught up in these situations because they thought they were strong enough. They thought they were smart enough. They thought that it would never happen to them, that it could never happen to them. But until you have lived with a narcissist and dealt with a narcissist, you truly understand that they are capable of shifting In a split second. And everything that you thought you knew and understood about them, you know you have no clue. No clue whatsoever. They live triple, double lives. They're probably out sleeping with men, women, transsexuals, bisexuals. Who knows? They live some very dark and secretive lives. And I'm not saying all of them. But listen to the stories. We all can't be making this up. We all can't be lying. Because I always say, you can never speak from this aspect if you've never experienced it for yourself. Derek Jackson's wife. You know, people, and and I don't like to, to talk about celebrities because... I speak real life, everyday stuff. Perfect example. Who better to speak on narcissist than a narcissist? To be that open, honest, and transparent. But to give the, the illusion. To, 
to, to put that perception out there for people to see him one way and behind closed doors treat his wife a whole complete different way. He didn't want people to know that he was married because he didn't want to uh, lose the attraction, you know, the applause, the, the validation, the attention that he was getting from all of these women. Narcissists. They are really uh, controlled by their deep-rooted insecurities and demonic forces. Trust me, you are dealing with someone that you will never fully know. So I ask women, when I talk to them, what is it that you love? And a lot of women can't really even explain it. Once you think you sit and you think about it, you're like, I don't know. What are you connected to? What good have they done for you? The spurts, the spurts of, of, of joy that they, not even joy, but the spurts of love bombing that they give you. Because here's the thing. Again. They will change momentarily, but they can't change for too long. And if somebody is truly empathetic or remorseful or regretful or whatever it is, and they are truly sorry and they truly care about your feelings and the things that they've done and the things that they've put you through, it has to be a consistent, consistent behavior shift. And change. And we all know it's very hard to break certain habits and patterns and behaviors just like that. It takes time. So if you think, and this is why a lot of the times, if you forgive them, literally, they say, oh, just forget. Oh, I, I apologize. They want you to forget about it, like right then and there. They don't give you time to, to, to witness their changed behavior. If they po- apologize today, they want you to forget it today and you can't you can't talk about it, you can't bring it up, you can't until the next episode or until something else happens and then you're like, "But well, wait a minute. Oh, well I already apologized about that. Well, why we got to talk about that?" This is how they keep you in that stuck that confusion state because you're like, "Wait a minute." But You did this, I forgave you. Now you're doing this, you want me to forgive you. Now you're doing that, you want me to forgive you. It's like you're constantly doing something to push my buttons. And that's to push your boundaries and to test you to see how far they can go to keep pushing your buttons, to keep allowing their bad, abusive, toxic, and unhealthy behavior. And they will keep doing it. And they will keep doing it. Because they don't think that you're ever going to leave. They will keep doing it because they think that you love them and you should just sit and tolerate whatever they put you through. You see how that works? I ask women a lot of these questions. Why are you still staying? And you find every excuse. Oh, well, the kids. Oh, well, I don't feel. Oh, well. So you know what? Okay. 
Well, if you are okay with them abusing you and you are okay with going through all the things that they are putting you through, then don't complain. Just sit, be quiet and deal with it until you find yourself having a nervous breakdown and you understand why. Your health will deteriorate mentally, spiritually, emotionally. It will drain you. Is that how you want to live your life? Why? Because you, you're holding on to someone and something that doesn't exist. It's not love. That's not love. That's not a relationship. It's a hard pill to swallow and you have to understand and grasp that. This person does not love you and they're not going to change. They're not changing for you, for the children. They're not going to change. We have to get to a point where we have to understand that we have to love ourselves enough to walk away. To leave situations that are not healthy for us. If you have to stay by yourself, stay by yourself. Until you feel that you can find the right relationship, then you do that. Trust me, there's somebody out there. There's somebody out there for everybody. Get somebody else to do it. Let somebody else deal with the bullshit. Why do you have to deal with the bullshit? I don't care how much time you've been with this person, how much money you've invested. I don't care about the house, the car, whatever. Listen, sometimes you have to be willing to walk away from everything. What is it to gain the world and lose your soul? Yeah, you have a house, but guess what? You're not happy in the house. Yeah, you have a husband, but you're not happy in your relationship. Yeah, you may have the kids, but your kids are watching you being abused, used, and tortured. What's the point? You work hard to build a home or have a home. You want to be happy in it. You want peace in it. You want joy. You want it to be filled with love. You don't want to be held a prisoner in your own home. You leave for work and you come home and you're just sitting here depressed. You're sitting in your car looking at your house because you don't want to go inside. Who wants to live like that? Trust me, I've been there. So I'm speaking from a place of experience. I know what that's like. Going home to a house that feels empty. You're just depressed looking at everything and you're like, how the hell did I get here? And why am I here? You feel like you're living somebody else's life. And you are. You're living the life that the narcissist wants you to live. Which is a life of misery. A life of pain. A life of unhappiness. You begin to lose yourself. And if you listen to Derek Jackson's wife, she spoke very, she spoke to, to a T. You smile, you come outside, you take pictures and people were laughing at her when she came on national TV with that bonnet on looking crazy. They were laughing. They was like, what's wrong with her? Why she look like that? If you listen to, listen to Derek Jackson and you know, oh, well, you know, your woman is a representation of you. And if, she, if your woman looks bad, look, look, yeah, because that's what men do. They strip you. They don't want you to wear your hair a certain way. They don't want you to wear makeup. They don't want you to dress a certain way. They don't want you to put your, do your nails a certain way. That's all manipulation, all forms of abuse. And 
And have you noticed that when women leave those very unhealthy and toxic situations, their skin clears up. Their hair looks good. They have on makeup. They dress in better. They look in better. They sound better. They, 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 they're more clear. Their mental space. And you wonder why. Trust me, I know I was one of those women. I smiled in pictures. Huh. Smiled in pictures and just uh, unhappy, overweight, depressed. Didn't want to do my hair. Didn't want to wear makeup. Didn't do my nails. Didn't do shit with myself. Looking a hot ass mess. Trust me, I know I've been there. And I was never like that. Trust me. What? Now, granted, when I throw on my little sweats and my little tights and my little sneakers and I go outside, I throw on my little hat. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm comfortable. But when I step out, I step out. But that's what insecure men want to do to you. They break you down in these ways so that you don't look desirable, so that you don't look like you, you know, you're wanted or pretty. Listen, that's why I always say, do your damn hair. Get your nails done. I don't care. Get dressed. Get dressed. Don't lose yourself in these relationships because that's what they want. That's exactly what they want. These narcissistic and unhealthy and toxic abusive men will not change. There's nothing that you can do to change. I don't care how many threesomes you have, how many fetishes you try to fulfill, how many fantasies you try to listen. We're going to keep it real. I don't care what tricks you do in the bedroom, how many people you allow in your bedroom or wherever it is you do. You will never make this person happy. Because they are never happy. And this is why your life will always be miserable. They will find ways to hide and sneak and cheat and do all the shit that they do. You will drive yourself insane. And for what? Like they say, take off the rose-colored glasses and see things for what they really are. See people for who and what they really are. Learn to love on yourself. You have to heal. And you have to stop the abusive, abusive, toxic cycles. As I talk to women, I speak passionately because I naturally want women to heal, to become better. To become whole. To love on themselves. And stop allowing. These types of. Toxic behaviors. A lot of these men. Have issues. That they are not willing to address. Only God can help them. We are not. Fixers. It is not our job. To fix everyone and everything. And every man that comes into our life. It is not our job. It's not our responsibility. Just because his mother failed him. It is not our responsibility. To come and show him what love is. Because he doesn't love himself. And because he secretly hates his mother. 
So he abuses and takes it out on every woman that he comes across. These types of men will not change. So. They will change. They will only change. Their abusive ways. And find other ways to abuse you. Until you. Wake up and see how they shifted and they just changed you, changed to abuse you in another way. They're not changing for the better. They're not changing because they love you. They're not changing because they see the value in you and because they see all of the good things that you bring into their life. They're not changing for those reasons. They're changing just to continue to manipulate and abuse you. And they're not changing for the better. So please, pay attention to the red flags. Pay attention to the signs. You should not have to be a private investigator in your relationship. We all have this thing called free will. And please be mindful when you get married. Because that's another way that they trap you and trick you into staying in these very unhealthy and toxic situations. So, with that being said... Wishing you nothing but love and light. Stay blessed.